Christmas often involves lots of planning and preparation. Planning how to decorate our homes, planning what presents to buy and for whom, planning whether to watch HTBB online or be in the room, planning what to wear, where we're gonna eat on the day and with whom, maybe you're still planning that. But amongst all this busyness, planning and preparation, have we prepared to meet God himself? Anne Voskamp writes this. She says, we're ready for Christmas, not when we have all the gifts, but when we are ready for Christ, when we're ready to give all of ourselves to Christ. And no one looked forward to Christmas more than God himself. Ages in the planning, God set his heart and mind on coming and dwelling among us, on loving and giving himself to us, on redeeming and reconciling all humankind to himself. And all this through the birth of Jesus. God prepared every detail to perfection. So firstly, God planned the time. Galatians 4 verse 4 says, but when the set time had fully come, God sent his son born of a woman. The Roman Empire was almost always at war. But for a few brief decades, just before and just after the birth of Jesus, there was an era of peace under Caesar Augustus. Roman poets called him the savior of the world, good news for the world, bringer of world peace. Sound familiar? At just the right time, God sent his son, announced by angels as good news of great joy, the savior of the world, the prince of peace. Luke 2 verse 1 says, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. And so the whole empire was on the move just to get one holy family to the prophesied birthplace of kings at the right time to fulfill God's promises and plans. God prepared the time. Secondly, God prepared the place. Following Caesar's decree, Joseph took his betrothed, Mary, to register in Bethlehem, the home of his ancestors. Now, Bethlehem had been the birthplace of King David and was where the king was crowned. 500 years before the birth of Jesus, the prophet Micah foretold that one day, the king of kings would be born there in Bethlehem. The name Bethlehem means house of bread. In the story of Ruth, she and Naomi return to Bethlehem at the end of a famine and receive bread, new life. King David, a, a type of Christ, when he was a boy, took 10 loaves of bread from Bethlehem to his brothers who were fighting the Philistines and he ended up slaying the giant Goliath. So here in Bethlehem, where kings are born, where giant slayers are born, where kings are crowned, where bread is found and famines end, here in the house of bread, Jesus, who would say, I am the bread of life, was born. God prepared the place. Thirdly, God prepared the sign. Wise men came from the east because they had seen a star. The first century Roman historian, Suetonius, wrote, there had spread all over the Orient an old and established belief that it was fated at that time for men coming from Judah 
to rule the world. The world was waiting for a king to come and rule it. Pagan history records a star given the name Masori in Egyptian, which means birth of a prince, that appeared at the time of Jesus's birth. At just the right time, God sent a special light to, to direct people to the light of the world. Next, God prepared the parents when the angel Gabriel tells the Virgin Mary that she is to bear God's son. Conceived in her through the Holy Spirit, he begins with the words, greetings, you who are highly favored. The Lord is with you. You know, Mary was already in a state of being graced by God. And Mary's gracious yes to God's staggering request shows her as a model of faith. The first Eve had disobeyed God. Mary, the second Eve, says yes and bears the new Adam, Jesus, the one through whom creation is given a second chance. Her song, the Magnificat, in Luke 1, verse 46, shows her theological depth. It shows her familiarity with scripture and it shows her heart of worship. Likewise, Joseph, her husband, was a man of faith, trustworthy, kind, and courageous. God entrusted his son to great parents. But most of all, God prepared the child. You know, the first visitors to see Jesus after his birth were the shepherds. Now, the shepherds of Bethlehem had a particular job. They tended the sheep for temple sacrifice. In Bethlehem itself was a tower called Migdal Ida, which means tower of the flock. It was used to watch over the special sacrificial flocks. In Genesis 35, Migdal Ida is the birthplace of Benjamin, whose name means son of my right hand. And in Micah 4 verse 8, the tower of the flock is linked with a messianic king who would bring peace. Jewish writings state that when a perfect lamb was born without blemish, perfect for the sacrifice, it would be wrapped in cloth and laid in a feeding groove on the floor of Migdal Ida to prevent any harm. At just the right time, in just the right place, to just the right parents with just the right visitors, Jesus, the Lamb of God was born, wrapped in cloths and laid in a feeding trough. The good shepherd was visited and honored by Israel's shepherds. The Lamb of God worshiped by those who cared for the lambs of temporal, temple sacrifice. All meticulously, beautifully planned by God. Finally, having seen God's preparations. Are you prepared to come to Jesus? When the wise men come to Herod and ask, where can they find the child born king of the Jews? Herod asks the teachers of the law the question. They consult the scriptures and answer correctly. In Bethlehem, they said, a mere six miles away from Herod's palace. So close, 
And yet Herod and the religious scholars, they never even bothered to go to Jesus. Let's not make that same mistake. Because when we come to Jesus in faith, we find that we are the ones who are born. We are the ones who become children, children of God, redeemed and with an eternal inheritance. Galatians 4 verse 4 says, But when the time set had fully come, God sent his son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those under the law, that we might receive adoption as children. So, shall we come to Jesus in faith right now to have him born in our hearts? If you'd like that, why don't you just echo this prayer with me now? Lord Jesus, I'm sorry for the things I've done wrong in my life. If anything comes to mind, just say sorry to the Lord right now. Please forgive me. I now turn from everything which I know is wrong. Thank you that you died on the cross for me, Jesus, so that I could be forgiven and set free. Thank you that you offer me forgiveness and the gift of your spirit. I now receive that gift. Please come into my life by your Holy Spirit to be with me forever. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen.